Hi gorgeous, welcome back to episode number 16 with the wonderful Dondi Skomachi. Hello, this is Dondi Skomachi. You're listening to Heart Cells with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Before we dive into the episode where I'm going to share with you the amazing wisdom of Dondi Skomachi, I want to make sure that you know about my seven-day free challenge coming already up on January 7th. The challenge is all about asking for the sale with confidence, making your offer with ease and grace, and actually making the money you deserve. So hop on over to christineschlansky.com slash challenge, sign up today so we can get the party started on January 7th. That's christineschlansky.com slash challenge. I see you there. As we learned in the last episode, Don Discomachi is not only an international speaker and known for her high energy presentations that produce dramatic results. She's also a best-selling author and a thought after consultant and her work is known all over the globe, in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, in Australia, in South Africa. And she is also an animal lover. And I hope you enjoyed the story of her rescued horse, of finding her core. If you have not checked that out, make sure you tune in uh, so you don't miss that amazing episode. Have fun today and I'm welcoming back to the show, Dondi Skumachi. Well, welcome back, Dondi. I'm so excited to have you on again. <laughs> I am happy to be with you again. <laughs> Wonderful. You shared so great, valuable insights um, on the last show. And I would love to kind of pick up on your amazing advice, get really, really clear about possible objections. Um, and objection seems to be like a heavy, maybe a little bit of a negative word. So if you want to um, kind of reword it, it could just be customer questions, like mm -hmm. reg regular, normal questions you would ask yourself, like, what do I get for that kind of investment? Or how long is it going to take? Are there other options that might be better for me? Because the client always comes from that, from that angle, what's in it for me? So um, I think it would be a very nice idea for each entrepreneur to just sit down and write down all the questions slash objections and then find answers. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely do. I think that exercise, what's really interesting is that if you create that, maybe even sort of the, like, you know, the scariest list ever of the questions, <laughs> you know, or the, 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 where you just might cringe if you heard it, there's something so confident confidence building about just being ready. You may never hear that. You, a customer may never say that or ask that, but you're ready if they do. And so that, that, that kind of gets back to what we were talking about in, in the first show about that whole belief, right? What are you believing? Because what's so interesting is that, uh, first of all, 
we believe something and then we take an action and then that action is going to reinforce our original our, our original belief right so there's a cycle of you know belief act result and maybe even before the belief we have an experience that shapes the belief so maybe the experience is a really positive experience that 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 causes us to believe in ourselves and our ability and our capability and so we're going to take action on that belief and we're going to get results that that correspond to to that or maybe we have maybe Maybe we have an experience that's really a setback, right? Maybe we have an experience that is it, it lets us down, and that also can creep into our heart and become a belief. I always remember when we moved, we live in San Antonio, Texas, and when we moved to Texas, it was for my, my son uh, playing baseball, right? So he had been recruited to pitch for uh, a private school here in, uh, in, in, in Texas, and I can work anywhere. There was an airport, so off we came to Texas, and it was, it was a little uh, odd. The first weekend that we were moving in, he had a tournament in Houston, and I was also then going to, off to speak. So we kind of divided to conquer, if you will. And when we, we both got back from our trips, he was just, he was just, his, his face was just so let down. He was so sad. And I said to him, how did you do? Now, keep in mind that we were coming from Colorado. He was an award-winning pitcher. He was heavily recruited. I mean, the colleges were scouting him. Uh, professional teams were scouting him. Uh, and I come back from, from this my trip and his first tournament, and he is, is absolutely dejected. And I said, what happened? And he said, they hit everything I have. And I said, well, that's going to happen, right? You're going to have to shake. I went into motivational mama mode, right? Uh, <laughs> and he said, please stop. You, what you don't understand is they, I, I had a great day. They hit everything I've got. And for the first time in his life, I think, he started to wonder, maybe I'm not that good. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not qualified. Maybe I'm not enough. And for several weeks, he could not throw that ball. His coach actually said to him, to me, you're the speaker, say something to this kid because I don't know what happened to him. You know, he came back from Houston, a different person. He learned the wrong lesson from his experience. Wow. You know, sometimes I think that we, we, we say, uh, maybe you've heard the saying, experience is a good teacher. I think experience can be a lousy teacher if you take the wrong lesson. So he learned in Houston, in that tournament, maybe I'm not enough. That became a belief, and then his actions and his results followed, right? Just attracted to himself those outcomes. And I, I, maybe, maybe the right lesson was, I'm in a whole new league now, right? I'm in, you know, I was a little fish or a big fish in a little pond, and now I'm a little fish in a really big pond. Well, what do little fishes and big ponds do? They grow. So, you know, we, we sat down and had a conversation about that, and it was amazing once the belief was altered. His skill returned, right? And he went on to have a brilliant college career in baseball. So my, my, my question to myself has been in the past and to, to your listeners is, where have you along the way picked up the wrong lesson? Right, where have you picked up the wrong lesson? And it is like, uh, it is like the brake on your life, you know, uh, the emergency brake on your car. You may be driving, you know, down the, the 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 freeway, the highway, with your, you know, seventy-five, you know, miles an hour. But if you've got the emergency brake fully engaged, you're tearing up the car, right? So I think that sometimes these exercises of what are the things I think my customer might say, what are those? What are the? Sometimes we're actually speaking to our own fears. Right. 
it's not that they will ever say it. It's that we fear they will. And that, that keeps us from just being very present to the moment. So once you go through that exercise, you, you, you release that break, right? That internal, uh, that, that internal break. And you start to walk into those situations with more confidence. Yeah, I I just love it. You got to smile because I'm going to tell you why real quick. So I I have variety Fridays where I just share experiences, where I teach some of the stuff that I have learned or I share resources. So um the episode two actually I talk about the German autobahn, and if you go a hundred or hundred fifty miles per hour, you cannot take the exit ramp where you need to drive like thirty. Um, to exit off the autobahn safely. And that was just the same thing you said with the brakes on, right? If you go 75 miles an hour, you just can't do that. You and cannot. No, you cannot. And then on episode five, I taught about my power system, which the, the P stands for the past. And that's exactly what you said. Where did you pick up the belief that sales is something mm. sleazy, pushy, unethical, or whatever you tell yourself, it doesn't need to be conscious, but maybe subconscious of having had like a bad experience, somebody taking your money and ran off or whatever it is. So it's just so perfect with these examples. I love that. I love that. Where did you pick up the idea or the belief yes. that sales is unethical? Where did, where did you get that? And so I think sometimes it's an, uh, for me, I, I think sales is such a wonderful discipline because it really is an inside out kind of a proposition. Uh, and sales really asks us to kind of uh, explore around and, and really understand the process process and understand people. Mm. And, um, and, and I, I think that we can cue in on, you know, you hear a lot about empathy, right? And really, um, if you can find a need and meet that need, right? So that, that whole, you know, design thinking is really interesting if you apply it to sales, because design thinking is just really, is about really sitting in another person's seat, walking in their feet for a moment and trying to figure out, you know, um, what is the need? Where is the pain? How do I help? Um, and what's really interesting about that is that if you can just if you can just find a way to meet that need, right? The sale will take care of itself, yeah. right? That's another thing that I often talk to people about is if you will that it maybe kind of gets back to that 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 core conversation that we had in the first um, episode, and it was you know uh, if I can if I can step back to understand the, the needs that I fill, right? If I can, and, and here's the decision that I made a long time ago, and I used to I tell salespeople this all of the time. If you will just, if you will, if you will just focus on the results that produce, or excuse, excuse me, focus on the actions that produce results, the results will take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. You don't even need to worry about that. Right, and I and I often talk to people too um, about the value and opportunity. So there are people that are, I'm looking for more opportunity. I'm looking, and you don't have to worry about opportunity. Just focus on becoming more valuable, right? If you focus on your value, opportunity is starting her car, mm -hmm. right? So you know, I I firmly believe that, and and, and I think that's very empowering because I do control uh, and influence how much value. I can load into a situation. I, I do control or influence how, 
how my skill set, right? My knowledge of my industry, uh, my knowledge of my customers, my ability to prepare, all of those things. So if I can just focus on, 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 on loading more value into every customer situation, my results are going to take care of themselves. I don't need to be focused on that at, at all actually. Um, and I think that that can be very, very empowering as well to just focus on becoming more valuable, um, driving more value. Uh, and, 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 you know, as Dr. Covey used to talk about focusing on that circle of influence, what are the things that I influence and I can impact? What is the decision I can make today? What is the, you know, what is the, the skill I can build? What is the, you know, the effort that I can put in? What, what can I do? And by the way, sometimes, uh, you know, we, we might not be feeling super confident. We might not be feeling super powerful. And in the, you know, in the, the scope of all of the things going on ar around us and so many things we don't control, you know, the economy, right? Politics, world peace, world. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we don't control. If we can bring our eye back to uh, what is the thing I can do, the decision I can make, the action I can take, the impact I can have, the value I can drive, what is the thing I can do? And sometimes maybe that thing will be so small. It will, in the light of all that other stuff, it will feel so tiny. Do it anyway. And then do the next little thing and the next one and the next one. And before you know it, boom, you've opened doors that you didn't even see coming, right? So I think to some degree, it's really about empowering ourselves by focusing on the things that we can impact and not letting ourselves get, uh, you know, I, I wrote about that a lot in my second book. It was this whole idea of, you know, when we worry, right? We start to worry and we give our, we give all of our energy to that and, 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 and it just leaks out of us, right? Um, the, if you're worried or afraid, you're focusing on things that that you probably can't change. The second you bring your eye back to that circle of influence, you know, then, then, then your energy starts to return and you start to feel more powerful again. And the other thing I would just, I, I, would, I would love to say about this whole dynamic of sales is I think we've arrived when we actually get to the place of where we would feel that we had, that we had not done our customer justice if we didn't ask for the business. And I, I recently experienced that with someone that, that, I, that I work with, a, a client of mine, and she was feeling um, very uncomfortable with the whole selling thing. She, did, she didn't ever see herself as a salesperson, and suddenly her role included a sales activity. And, I, and I, I went through a process. What if you don't? What if you don't pick up the phone and call that customer? What could happen to them? And she said, well, you know, she started to make a list of some of the negative outcomes that could happen if this customer didn't have the information and, and you know, didn't have the opportunity. And I said, okay. So, so at, by the end of our conversation, she said, gosh, if I don't call these customers, that's terrible. And I said, actually, it is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So she, you know, sometimes that emotion, open that emotional gate, give yourself emotional permission, maybe another exercise is to think, what if you don't? What if you don't present your value? Yeah. Yeah. What would I, that mean to your customer? Yeah, I still get that. I always say sales is love. Just first of all, people go like, what? <laughs> Second of all, we can actually talk about it because it opens the door. <laughs> and it's what you just said. What if the person in need doesn't get what you have to offer? No, I think I even think about some of the, the, the most brilliant things in my life, the most precious things in my life that, that 
did not come at a at a low cost, right? So I, you know, the the horse thing. I remember the being so frustrated with um, trying to train this horse. He was a rescue. He was green. He didn't, ha you know, he didn't trust. And I was brand new. And by the way, that's a bad combo, right? That's not a recommendation. That's a confession. I'm brand new. He's very green. That's a recipe for a disaster. And I remember trying to do this by myself for for about six months, just trying to figure it out. I was reading everything I could read, and I was trying, and it, it wasn't getting any better. And I remember finally reaching for help and asking this trainer that I had just seen on the property at the at the equestrian center. I said, "Would you help me?" And she turned around and she said, "I have been waiting for you to ask. I have been waiting wow. for you to ask." And I and it from from that was three years ago, and now this is a horse who's performing at level four dressage. Uh, that's pretty amazing, right? Um, I I. I don't, I wouldn't be enjoying this part of my life as much. I wouldn't have learned the things. So whatever her cost is, and by the way, she just raised her prices. Didn't bat an eye when she told me either because she's worth it and she knows it. And so do I. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so, so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so let us know where people can find you. You can find me at my name anywhere on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, any of the social uh, sites, Dondi Scomachi. So it's D-O-N-D-I-S-C-U-M-A-C-I. And my website, of course, is dondiscomachi.com. There's some good blogs up there. There's also uh, a downloadable uh, free chapter, free first chapter of Career Moves. If you want to explore around and see if that book is of interest to you, you can open your, your the first chapter for free. So I hope that you'll go up there and open your gift. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And I'm going to put the links in the show notes. So check out the show notes, hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and you just need to click. That's all you need to do. Um, I have one um, last question. Um, so many successful people that I have met or like the majority of them, they have like a mantra or a quote they are referring to in times when they feel maybe, you know, their life is not in harmony or they need a little extra strength or confidence or something. Are you using mantras uh, for yourself? I use lots of, um, for, uh, lots of affirmations. In fact, that exercise that I told you about where I uh, logged my, my beliefs, right? My, mm -hmm. and my empowering beliefs and my limiting ones. I actually turned the negative beliefs into positive affirmations. So I have a whole bunch of them, you know, I can do this. I am capable, right? I love what, uh, what, what, uh, Jack Canfield used to say, I'm lovable and I'm capable and I'm worthy of success. I think that's, you know, one that we can all relate to, but I think the one that I probably say most often to myself is I will figure this out. I will make this happen. I will succeed. Yes. Thank you so, so much. What a great interview. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Wow, that was so much fun. And as you could see, Dondi and I, we seem to think alike a lot. Uh, that's so exciting. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com for the show notes, the transcript, all the resources we have talked about. They're there waiting for you so that we can support you on your amazing journey. 
Hopefully by now you have subscribed to the Heart Sells podcast so that you get notifications for each and every new episode. I am so excited and grateful that you are here. And as my gift today, I want to invite you to get your sales journaling prompts to get more confident when you are in a sales conversation. I have put these prompts up in the success library. That is my free membership site. As it says, it's a library. You go in, you take what you want. The good thing is you don't need to bring it back. It is yours to keep. And these sales journaling prompts will help you to shift your sales mindset into a sales success mindset. And why do I know that? Pretty simple, I have made millions by shifting my mindset in regards to sales and I was able to create millions in revenue, build sales teams and make people that didn't want to be in sales successful because it is possible to shift your mind. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, check that out, get the sales journaling prompts, have fun, and give your gifts to the world. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day and tune in to the next episode. Bye for now.